0: Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Spokane, presented by Delicious Hamburgers. Welcome to Building Better Businesses. I'm Kristen Dees, founder of Catalyst Consulting, an agency that helps small businesses and entrepreneurs start, grow, and level up their businesses. This podcast will bring you interviews with experts in all things business related. Have questions for a business attorney? We've got answers. How about your health insurance? Got you covered there too. New episodes coming your way every week. Find us on the podcasting platform of your choice. Welcome to this episode of Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting. My guest today is Nicole Diedrich. Of Deidre Marketing Strategies. Uh, she's a beast. <laughs> You're too And sweet. I'm pretty excited <laughs> to have her. Um, she's an in-person guest, which I'm always excited to have because we dude. do so many remote, which is cool. But also it's nice to have a human person. Yeah. Um, and Nicole wanted to get out of the house today. So yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it was a win-win are. for everybody. Yeah. It's like, yay, outdoors. <laughs> yes. um, and it's super nice. So Ugh. it's amazing. Uh, we met, I think because I was stalking you on Facebook for a long time. <laughs> But we're also in some of the same uh, networking business yep. communities, so I f- I don't remember how I found out about you first, but um, yeah, and then I was like, "Hey, will you be friends with me?" And then <laughs> and I was we like, fi- "Yes, I need more yes, business friends. Please, I need a business <laughs> yes. bestie." Um, and then finally, like, I feel like we had so many different like schedule conflicts, and we said it, and then finally we met, yes. and it was wonderful. And yeah, yeah, here we are. So, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about you as a human being. Who is Nicole?
1: Of course, um, I love this question because. I feel like you can always get great answers from people. Yep. So, um, well, I'm Nicole. I'm 25 years old. I started my business when I was 23 years old. Um, right after, I think it was like a month and a half after my husband and I got married. So I was like, hey, <laughs> first year, you know, supposed to be the hardest of marriage, adding on a business. Why yeah. not?
0: let do it now. Um, yeah. yeah, just get it over just with. Yeah, get it
1: all over with. Yep. Um, but it's just taken off. I own a marketing agency called Dedrick Marketing Strategies, and we really focus on helping women-owned entrepreneurs grow their online visibility, um, grow their sales online, and really just over overall, taking marketing and social media off of their plate to allow them to grow into the things that they love about their business. Um, and I think this is something that, for me, when I like grew up, like I always felt kind of like an outcast, right? This is like Nicole. I was always mm-hmm. um, wanting to do something different than people. I didn't really fall into the trends, um, which obviously made it easy for people to like pick on me, in a sense. Sure. But <laughs> my whole thing was... I never wanted to get, like, even with people, like, even if my feelings got hurt. And so I've always just grown up in this space of, okay, that's their thought. That's fine. But how can I build off to get better? Um, And I think that's what really helped me, one, in college kind of decide what routes I wanted to go with my career, with who I wanted to be. Um, I think social media playing a big role in how I, like, grew up, right? Because that became huge um, in my adolescent ages. I was able to kind of tell, hey, this can be negative or this can be positive, And I was always very intrigued by it. So I decided... When I was in school, I wanted to become a professional blogger, and that's kind of where I really got my writing um, honed in and, mm-hmm. you know, was able to kind of grow a really huge audience. I had, I think with that company that I worked for, I had over 20 million views off of the articles that I wrote. I wrote about a f- 400 articles. Um, and it was like the first time that you really could see that you could make money online, right? It's mm-hmm. like when Kylie Jenner was starting to make money in Instagram, and then other people were like, oh, I can advertise and do all these things. And, you know, I was in college and I said, this is really interesting stuff and and I love Mm -hmm. it I'm passionate about it. And that's kind of what started it all. And then I got into news and I was like, yeah, I love the social media part of news, but I'm not into the rest (laughs) of the stuff and, Mm -hmm. um, moved out of there. Um, again, I went to school for like, uh, video broadcasting and video production as well as marketing. So it's just kind of gone down that route. And then I realized, you know, I've always been somebody who likes to do things, I guess, the hard way, as people would say, you mm-hmm. know, try it and see where it goes. And, and now we're here. So
0: yeah, that's amazing. Um, so share a fun fact about you. Ooh.
1: Okay. So, um,
0: I used to do beauty pageants. What?
1: Yes. Okay. And the thing was, is I never really won one. Like there are things that I won within the pageant, right? Like mm-hmm. we did spokes model. So that was speaking. So I was always very good at public speaking, but I never won one. And I did, I've probably done 30 plus.
0: Oh my God. Um, so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was something that I think really helped me one, because the pageants I was in when I was younger were more for like interview. Like you would get doc points if you wore makeup, if you weren't 13 years old. So it was very actually oh, okay. good for growing character, growing, um, you know, speaking all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got into the Miss America. and I was like, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> um, but I think it really helped me kind of become really confident in myself mm-hmm. um, and, like, my views on life because do I want to be just, like, this pretty girl or do I want to be somebody that, like, brings a lot of passion and attitude and sass and um, just, like, knowledge mm-hmm. as well as being like, hey, I'm kind of cute sometimes. So <laughs> it was it was fun. It was a good experience, but that's definitely a fun fact. Yeah,
0: no, that's <laughs> a good one. That's pretty good. I didn't know that at all. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy how stuff like that just kind of leads you into, like, learning some of those skills and developing those skills because public speaking is such a, an important skill to have. Yeah. And it's taken me, oh, God. I mean, basically my entire almost 20 years of leadership experience to get comfortable with it um, mm-hmm. because it used to be just horrifying for me. Like, in school, it was awful. I would blush. I would sweat. Yep. Um, I would get nervous and stutter. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Traumatizing shit. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, so I, it, it took me – literally my entire leadership career to just like over and over again, practice and get comfortable. And nobody ever really told me, I'm just like, I'm in charge of these poor people. (laughs) Yeah. Bless their hearts. (laughs) Um, I have to like be in front of them and like, I'm going to be a leader. And so it was just something that I had to learn to do and it was very uncomfortable. But now I actually feel like if people that knew me as a leader, even maybe 10, 15 years ago knew me now, they would be like, Oh my God, (laughs) this girl doesn't like want to throw up before every store meeting. This is crazy. Um, yeah, so it's, Good for you, because to learn you. that a lot a lot younger is much better. Yeah, I think.
1: it's been something that, I mean, as, I mean, I'm not that old, right? I'm 25, well, but, I, sure. but I look but, at yeah. my aging as like, oh my gosh, that's such a long time ago. But I look at it because now I wouldn't consider that I've had a lot of failures, right? But before mm-hmm. this point, like before my business everything I did, I felt like I failed at. Like, there's always mm-hmm. something where it's like, you know, you choose losing or winning, right? That's yeah. kind of how society does it. Pass fail. Yeah, yeah. And I, I never got the, to the things that I wanted to get to. I was never like the number one or the winner or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I think I utilized that to realize, oh, failing isn't bad because right. look at where it's led me now. And it took me my business and the success that we've seen with it to be like, oh, okay, that was all worth that pain or right. That losing, right? Um, and really seeing failures as that's not a failure. It's a step forward, you know, but you just mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't achieve what you thought was the winning part of it. Yeah, so. like the
0: goal that you thought you had yeah. wasn't necessarily what you needed to get from the experience. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm all about that too. It's uh, fail forward. Yep. Um, and yeah, failure is just learning. Yeah. You never exactly. know. Oh, yeah. Um, YOLO, right? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> live a life with no regrets. That's mm-hmm. really my whole, <laughs> my whole inside goal is yeah. just you, d- you do what you do and you get where you are and that's just who you are. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's fun. Sometimes it's exhausting, but, um, <sighs> mostly fun.
1: Long sigh there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so how do you, you kind of touch on this a little bit, but how do you provide support for business owners and entrepreneurs?
1: So we are pretty much like your outsourced marketing department. So we have a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot because I've narrowed it down, right? I'm I'm trying to niche really well. But we have packages that really support our clientele in a space where they need it most. So whether that's Facebook advertising, whether that's um, social media marketing, whether that's, you know, website redesigns, those are our three tiers of main focus. But I like to say, hey, if you need marketing support and you're needing email, you're needing, you know, blogs, you're needing videos, We do all of that, Um, and it's something that I think is pretty new to kind of the online space because there's Mm -hmm. always been social media managers, right, people who create content, manage that content, post it, Um, but there hasn't really been like a full online service of a full marketing department, and what my team allows me to do is really utilize that for my clients. I'm like, if you were to hire somebody, you'd hire one person, be a full-time employee, but now you get, for a fraction of the cost, you get four people Mm -hmm. helping you and your business grow, um, you know, for... A really great price, I would say, for all of the things that you get. And it just allows them more freedom, you know, Mm -hmm. because as you surely know, (laughs) hiring on employees, that's a lot of freaking work just there, just the hiring on the employees part, Mm -hmm. let alone managing, um, you know, having them do the support things they need to be doing, et cetera. So it's pretty exciting to offer that to people who are in the space where one, they can't afford like TV commercials yet, or they don't want billboards, right? They're Mm -hmm. wanting to reach the people where they're at, which honestly is social media.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, and it's crazy too, because w- uh, even just talking about like podcasting in particular, um, Brendan Pointer, who's the executive director, producer, executive producer mm-hmm. here, um, he's like, podcasts have only been around for like 15 years. Like it's, it's yep. still like uncharted territory. And I feel like social media marketing and advertising is the same. Because yes. like you said, it's I mean, maybe five, 10 years where it's really become a huge thing. Like it was just, I think 10 or so years ago when, um, business pages became a thing on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. then that's like a whole new, so it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. It feels like forever, but it's such a short, like it hasn't even become like legit yet. So, Mm, (laughs) um, it's still kind of the wild West in a lot of ways. So
1: exactly. And I feel COVID, you know, after last year, especially with brick and mortar businesses, right. Mm -hmm. Because that type of marketing, right? Like foot traffic marketing is way different than online marketing. And when you have good foot traffic and you're a brick and mortar, um, and this is something, you know, I had conversations with my clients about a lot is that's awesome because you don't have to worry about social media as much, right? You're like, well, I'm fine. But then COVID freaking hit and everybody's like, well, now I need both. And now I have clients coming to me being like, I want to optimize my online store and my in-store. And they're kind of like separate entities in a sense, Mm -hmm. right? And I said, yes, like that's the benefit of online is you can, um, you know, monetize in multiple different ways now that you didn't think was really possible before. Yeah. Um, And I mean, if there's one, positive thing that came from COVID, I think it really helped business owners adapt, especially Mm -hmm. those with brick and mortars to see, oh wow, where are other places I can make revenue from and continue to grow my business.
0: Yeah. That was definitely a lot of the conversation that I was having um, a year ago with people is like, holy crap. (laughs) Like now what do I do? Um, because like you said, they just they didn't worry about social media before. Yeah. They were doing fine, business was what it was, or even people who weren't necessarily brick and mortar, like they'd built up a business maybe by word of mouth or referral, yep. mm-hmm. and now they're like, crap. Um, okay, I guess I have to actually deal with social media now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I hate to tell you, it's not it's really not anyone's favorite thing, I don't think. Um yeah. But yeah, so it's it's been pretty wild to have that adjustment because it was just I remember at the very beginning, I would just start getting a ton of friend requests from people who are in like direct sales and like all that kind of stuff, or just people doing that. And then they'd send you their, um, the request to like their page, join the group. And so I'm like, dude, you guys, like, this is not the strategy. (laughs) Yeah. No. You're (laughs) killing me. Um, and also you're really annoying me too. I didn't want 300 strangers. right? There's an etiquette to social
1: media that we have to train. Yeah. It's like,
0: don't do that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's just it's been really interesting to watch those trends and how everyone's kind of adapted and it seems like most people um kind of adjusted to it now. Like this yep. is the new reality somewhat, but there's also, like you said, so many other options. It's like yeah. well, if I can't have what I thought I wanted, yes, have, exactly. What's the next thing? Like how do I stay in business? How do I keep my business afloat until things return to quote unquote normal or whatever yeah. it's gonna be? So uh yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah. Um and also <laughs> terrible. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's- you said, if there can be a positive, like yeah you can dig down and find it somewhere. Um, but yeah, so how would you describe the differences between, uh, branding, marketing, and advertising?
1: I love this. So, <laughs> so branding, right. I'll go kind of through these three tiers and I get this a lot from people because branding people believe it's just a logo, right? Mm-hmm. They're like it's just, it's, it's my logo. I need a logo. Then I'm branded. I'm like, wait, right? Cause it's Think of branding as like your whole aesthetic of your business, right? It's your mission. It's your pillars, which if you guys are listening to this and you haven't written out your pillars for your business yet, like the meaning behind why you started the business, who you help, those three to five top things that you want Mm -hmm. your business to be about, your mission statements. Um, do that now because it will really help you One with creating content, which I'm sure we'll get into later. But branding is your whole aesthetic, how you want people to feel about you and your business, how you want them when they see a post, what are their feelings, how do you want your colors to kind of integrate into that on top of a logo, right? And then when it comes to like social media and marketing, marketing is the content you're actually creating. How are you marketing yourself to sell? Um, And I think a lot of clients also get this mixed up with like, it's an actual salesperson. So, like, if you're hiring a marketing person, right, you're hiring somebody to help you with content and create visibility, create consistency, and to help people get in the door, in a sense, right? Like, to your website, maybe they become a lead. Um, Hopefully, you get some sales from it. That's the end goal. But they're not somebody that's then reaching out to those leads and closing sales. Mm -hmm. Um, This is really important for those of you who are service providers, because I get that question a lot. They're like, well, are you going to sell those people in for me, right, when you see somebody comment? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, I'll lead them to you, but we aren't your sales team. Like you can hire us for that, but that's not like my main go-to, right? That's Mm -hmm. what I want my business owners to do. So marketing is really the content creation, what you're posting, how you're being visible Um, And where you're kind of like call to action that you're leading them to. And then advertising is money, right, that you're putting behind. So it's paid content. Um, And with advertising, you're wanting to make sure that the people you're hitting are your target audience. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Um, And this is kind of where I think people go astray because Facebook ads – were very essential to a lot of my clients last year Um, and they exploded. Like their businesses exploded due to what happened economically because they were a product-based business and people were stuck at home Mm -hmm. and they, you know, they wanted subscription boxes. They wanted, you know, cool pillows, all of these things. Right. Um, And what Facebook ads allows us to do when you target people properly is, you know, that each dollar that you're spending is going to somebody that could possibly end up buying your product now in the future or refer somebody to you. So mm-hmm. that's kind of those separations of all three of them, and each of them are very important to your business and how you do them appropriately, based off of budget, based off of time, and based off of your end goals.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. Yeah, because I think they kind of get interchanged um, frequently, and then oh, yeah, with uh, branding too. When it comes to logos, I find that a lot of people. Because there's a difference uh, between the logo and word art. Yes. And um, <laughs> yes. a lot of people think that a logo is just like their business name yeah. kind of pretty. Because um, mm-hmm. that's actually technically what mine is right now. Yep. But yeah, there's having the logo, the thing that's like, you know, the Apple yep. or the Nike swoosh. Like yep. those things are recognizable instantly. The McDonald's arches, the mm-hmm. Starbucks logo, whatever. All exactly. those things that you can think of. It's like you don't need the words to know what the business is behind it. Exactly. Um, and that's why a logo is important. Um, and having somebody professionally design your branding package <laughs> yes can be very expensive yep and it can be intimidating but it is worth it in the long run so I mean if you've got to get something and have something to start fine great but yeah that should definitely be a part of the plan down the road is yep. having that actually done and it makes a difference mm-hmm. um yeah, for sure. Plus you can get cool swag. Oh my gosh, you know? I love it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: and that's the thing too is, especially when it comes to like business names, logos, and mm-hmm. when my clients, because I'm not a branding expert. Like I don't, that's just not something that's fun. I'll probably add it into the agency once I get a graphic designer, Right. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I'm having those clientele that need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing about logos and names is, like you said, people need to know what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, like, and us, right. We have consulting, we have, you know, marketing strategies, people can tell from our name what they do. And there's a lot of things that that's a struggle for some people. So I highly recommend, um, if you're just starting your business or need help with your names, or you're trying to rebrand, finding somebody that has good ideas on that, because Mm -hmm. your branding is super important. Your name branding, your logo, all of it uh, like collides with everything else that you're building. So yeah.
0: Well, like you said, it's it's uh, the overall aesthetic of your business and like yeah. what people think of when they see your stuff. And even just uh, particularly with like Instagram, like when you go on there and you can yeah. see somebody's consistency in style or whatever it is that they're putting, sometimes it just looks kind of like hot mess just because yeah. it's <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. But then yes. people, even who, um, even people who just use a lot of pictures, just like photos of things, mm-hmm. like you can still... Get the same like the feel, the aesthetic for what it is that they have, like yep. photographers or product um, sellers, that kind of thing. So, is yeah, it's worth it. Um, so, if anyone knows anyone, we can, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's expand a little bit on the importance of social media for small businesses oh, yes. and see if we can keep this to less than eighteen hours okay. of conversation. Because <laughs> I feel yeah. like we both have a lot, a lot of things to say. Because um, I've touched on it in a few different interviews, just uh-huh. kind of. Yeah, you know, people that overlap with the social media space, but, um, yep. yeah, I kind of want to talk about that. So yeah, kick it off with whatever pops into your head and then we'll go from there. Yeah.
1: That sounds great. Um, you know, social media, as, as we talk about that, this, and as you know, we kind of referred to earlier in this, um, chat as well is I think it's something that allows us really big opportunity. So, um, and if you're not utilizing it right now, right. For me, what I tell my clients is you're leaving money on the table, the last thing i want for any of my clients even if they have a great brick and mortar even if you know their online sales are through the roof because they figured out SEO 5 years ago and now there's just an organic thing mm-hmm. popping up right um is there's always a place for improvement and that's how i look at my businesses that's how i look at my clients you know and that's how i look at potential clients is there's always room for improvement and that's what social media gives us um so if you aren't currently being consistent and i'll go through like t- my top tiers right of what you should be doing on social media to make it better to help your business grow is you need to be consistent if you aren't posting at least once a day on one of your platforms try doing that just consistently try mm-hmm. posting something adding value okay not just selling, because that's the thing that people do. They're like, okay, Nicole, I'm going to post and I'm just going to sell one of my products every day or one of my services every day. And that's not connection. That's what social media is. It's a conversation. It's making a connection with our target audience and really bringing them into our sphere. Okay. So um, obviously consistency, connection, main point of those posts. the next thing is try something that you haven't tried before. Um, And a lot of this has to do with Either live video, either creating a Facebook group, um, either, you know, creating this these questionnaires that you're asking your target audience daily to kind of lead them into this um, fun space where you're going to create something free for them. or You're going to create, you know, a program or something mm-hmm. revolved around their needs, because a lot of us as business owners, we look at social media and we make it complicated because of two reasons. One, we think too much about it. Okay, Mm -hmm. we like overthink our posts We're like, oh, my gosh, I want this to be like the post that takes off and makes me all this money. Um, So we're a little bit selfish with how we post. And that's normal for human beings. But the second thing that happens is we don't really understand what our customers, our clients need from us. Right. Mm -hmm. Because as the business owner, we're like, I understand exactly why my services are needed and, and why they're beneficial and and vice versa for products. Right. Like why people should buy my products. They're the best. But our customers and clients may not know that. Or they may mm-hmm. not know that they struggle with these things that our product or service can help them with. Um, and so we always have to be thinking about educating, right? Educating our, our perfect consumers, making sure that they understand, you know, the benefit of getting support, whether it's with us or not. Um, and I think that's something that I love about social media is because you get to start that conversation and that dialogue to really help grow your um, your leadership, your expertise that then leads to more sales, um, and kind of the growth of your business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, had to write notes. so My brain can only hold so many things. It like rattles around. There's many yeah. things. So if I put them on paper, then I don't have to hold them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I have more space. That's, exactly. You guys are welcome. That's a free tip. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say one of the things that popped in my head too, is that like social media is a free presence. Like yeah. You don't have to pay for advertising. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably should at some point, but yeah. you can also still grow an organic following if yes. you put in the legwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a lot, but yeah, it's free. It's a free yep. way for people to see who you are. Um, Facebook is the number two place that people go to look for information about your business besides yep. your actual website. Mm-hmm. So, and it comes up in a Facebook search if you've done a good job. Yes. <laughs> I mean, in a Google search, I'm yeah. sorry. Um but yeah, like that's where I go when I'm looking for a restaurant that I, I'm like, are they open? Yeah. I do the only, because some still only have takeout. Like mm-hmm. what's the situation? That's the first place that I go because it's usually more updated than their website also. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's free space. And then the other thing that popped in my head too, that I tell people sometimes when you're talking about, uh, not just posting cells and stuff yes. is that think about it. Like you're having a conversation with a human person in front of you. Are you just gonna go? Hey, buy <laughs> hey, my Hey, hey, I have a widget. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, buy my widget. Yeah. It's for free right now. If you buy two other ones, you get one for free. Yeah. Um like no, you're gonna try and have a conversation. So yes. it's like thinking about it from that perspective. Like if you were networking with a human in front of you, as opposed to a human on the internet or the ether, is yeah. what normally happens. Um, it's trying to have a conversation with those people, um, which I think you kind of touched on too, but that was just a that was an analogy that popped into my head at some point yeah. in time. It's like you're not just going to be like, yeah, sale, yeah, ah, ah, uh, woo. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of having a mix of that because you still do have to talk about that stuff, but it's it's about how you approach the rest of it because people do want to buy your stuff usually. Yeah, you know, there's an audience for you out there.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: But um, yeah, and <laughs> on your thing on what do people want from us. That's something that I actually just recently had a conversation about because I kind of struggle. I hate social media so much. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do it for people. Um, well, yeah, I don't do it as much anymore because content management's rough, but, Mm -hmm. um, I struggle enough with my own. So I was talking to a couple of people in my mastermind that I have, and they were like, you know, I mean, I don't know that I really know what you do. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Son of a biscuit. Okay. I was like, no, that's a good point because that's something that I kind of struggle with sometimes. I'm like, okay, so I need to figure this out because sh- I'm so obsessed with making sure that I'm adding value because yes. I'm like, I don't want people to think I'm spammy. Yes. Um, and I don't want to just like put a bunch of random crap out that other people like. What is she even talking about? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's annoying. Um, but it just completely shifted my perspective. I'm like, okay, so I can like have my social media person just post these things for me, and then I can post more stuff about like this is what my brain does for you. Yes, because it's hard, right? Yes. Especially when it's your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, like products sometimes are easier to be like, look at the thing that I have. Like yep. it's a Tangible. pillow. Yes. Yeah, super cute pillow mm-hmm. <laughs> that you need because it's COVID times and you're sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when it's your brain, it's like, okay, how do I quantify this for the people? because I, it's a superpower. So you have a superpower. I have a superpower. I mean, we have a few, (laughs) um, but yeah, I'm like, okay, so now my focus is like, how do I quantify this for people? Like, what is it going to do for you when I use my brain on your stuff? So anyway,
1: and no, that's, that's a good point. And, and like when you guys are thinking about creating posts, right. And this is how I do it because for me and for my clients, this is, that's the one thing that they forget to do is talk about themselves more, right? Mm-hmm. And like the value that we add, even if it's a product, right? They have so much experience that, like bringing that into it's the emotion that we tie into our posts. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always start out because what catches people's attention first is their emotional tie to a result. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, um, if you're feeling this way, right. Or you're wanting to feel this way. I can make you feel super powerful in your business. Your content's going to be on marketing. and like, yes, like I feel so good about what I'm putting out there because I have support, right. We help you do that. Here's mm-hmm. how we do that. And then you put in the logic behind it, right? Like what's the logic? Cause that's how our brains naturally work. It's like, ah, oh, I want to feel that, that way. I want my business, I want my content, et cetera, whatever it is that we sell to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, but there's always a but. Just that's <laughs> how our brains work.
0: Yeah. They're like, what does it cost
1: me? Yeah. What do I have to do? Is it going to take me more time? Right. Those are kind of the top three that come to people's minds, and then we hit them with the logic, and we're like, well, the price actually is this, and you're actually saving this because you're not doing it anymore. You're saving time. All of these things that quantify to them and their logic side of their brain to say, yeah, that's actually a great investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and those posts have literally been killing it. And it's when I made that connection, I probably made it. Ooh, probably like six months ago when I started doing programs with my partner, when I realized, oh, Mm -hmm. like if I emotionally tied what people want, right, in their business to the logic behind it, they're a lot more likely, one, to connect with me and ask more about what we're selling, but two, to buy into it because they actually see, one, that we're doing it, right, so they can see that it works, but two, it just like flows naturally into our human brains, and I think that's the hardest part about social media is Mm -hmm. we're like- I don't even understand how my brain works to make decisions sometimes, <laughs> um, yeah. let alone how am I supposed to do that for, like, my clientele or customers. Mm-hmm. But that's the best part of it is once you have that click where you're like, okay, emotion first, logic second, mm-hmm. stuff just starts to roll a lot smoother, and you're able to connect
0: with your people a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense, too, because I've seen – I think I'm still in your group, that Facebook group, mm-hmm. um, and it was like – it, a lot of your posts are like that it's like here's here's a story and then yep. here's how we help you but yep. you also can very clearly demonstrate that you've done it and yes. I think that that's one of the things that was one of the things that I originally connected with about you is like oh she's not just somebody that's just saying she's a six-figure blah 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 like whatever <laughs> yes, like yeah. in a group that we won't name on Facebook <laughs> yeah. um you're like oh okay yes. <laughs> sure you are buddy um Anywho, I think you posted about that actually. Oh, where you're like, you I can't did. just say it's that lying. It is lying. I literally
1: had someone comment on that post too, saying, Well, what's wrong with lying about how much money you make?
0: <gasps> Nuh uh. Yeah. And I was like, Wait, is this a real question? <laughs> like, this can't be. Oh my God. <laughs> what because is, it's lying. It's and you're saying that you have moral. all this success. Like, oh my God. Yeah.
1: I was in shock too. Especially like, yeah. when you're
0: trying, you're using it as like a validation. Of your success and why people should trust you. Yes. Why they should trust you. Yes. <laughs> but you're lying to get them to trust you. Yeah. Oh my god. It's stressing it, me out. It, um it's, Yeah.
1: It's all it's all the <laughs> that's fun. Crazy. The the one the, the couple of cons with social media and people in um, the space where they have attention, mm-hmm. that's where it can get scary because they start to see, oh well, people are talking about their money, they're getting more sales. I'm just gonna say yeah. I make this much money too and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And it's dangerous. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cuz that's how you get taken too like oh, if yeah. you don't know and if you're somebody that's maybe new to the space or a lot of people are just in general new to social media and being more active in it so then yeah. you're you know you're in a group and you're like oh this person says I know what they're talking about and yeah. which I think I ask you in a little while too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's it's such an important thing um, and it's just like any other tool like if you invest the effort and time then you'll become an expert at it at some point, you know? Like that's all of everything I know. And I think a lot of the stuff that you know too, has just been trial and error. I've done a lot of social media content management and marketing stuff for people for years. (laughs) Um, like as side hustles and then obviously more (laughs) full-time in the last couple of years. But yeah, it's just trying things and then stuff works and sometimes it doesn't. But Mm -hmm. like you said, it's really the story. Those are the posts that I find are most successful as too. um, is just the stuff that's about me as a human being like even if it's my cat and dog Mm -hmm. people like my cat and dog
1: (laughs) they're (laughs) They're famous yeah
0: um I think they like them more than me but it's fine I'm okay um yeah so it's it's that stuff it's like who are you as a person and why do you why do I trust you build the like know and trust yeah um so yeah okay any other thoughts? There's god we talk about social media for like yeah. the days.
1: There's so many things that you can add to that. And yeah. I mean, I think for me and kind of where I'm at, because if you guys end up following me, you're going to notice one, I don't filter my mouth, Two, mm-hmm. so I don't filter myself? It's one of about- my favorite things yeah.
0: about her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think I've only cussed once on here, so I'm proud of myself. Me too.
0: I, I think I dropped one F-bomb yeah. in all my interviews. I think it was last last week anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're doing good, right? Yeah, We're doing hanging good.
1: in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I talk a lot about money because I feel as women, we need to talk about that more. We need to empower ourselves more. We need to feel comfortable talking about money because mm-hmm. money mindset and money in general is a big trigger for society, trigger for us personally. Um, and so I talk a lot about that. But for me it's it's not as much as like, oh my gosh, that person's lying or, you know, they're falsifying what they do, right? Because I, I don't care in that sense. Mm-hmm. What I care about is they're bringing innocent people into their space saying these lies and then those people get hurt. Right. Because yeah. how I started my business is all of the people that came to me as clients were like, I've done this before and I've been burned really badly. Mm-hmm. I paid them all this money and then they didn't do what they said they were going to do. Yeah. And that like broke my heart, right? And my rates then were cr- crazy awesome. For, I mean, like looking at where where I'm at now, right? And I was thinking to myself, that is such like a hard thing for people to then reinvest, right? To mm-hmm. reinvest in that faith that somebody's gonna do them right, know what they're doing. And so that's where it kind of triggers me in a sense. Is I'm like, hey, what can I do more with my presence, my visibility to correct? Mm-hmm. other people who are doing things, you know, because they want more money or whatever they want to do, but they're actually hurting people. So that's like my main goal is I'm okay. You can do as you please, Sally Joe. I'm fine with it. But mm-hmm. my space, I'm going to make sure that people know what's right, what questions they should be asking, um, and all of that stuff. So they're at least, you know, in the right track, um, yeah. when they go forward to hiring people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask this later, but it seems like it's a good segue now. So uh, when when someone's considering working with a marketing agency or social media manager, what do they need to know? And how do they know they're working with someone who knows what they're doing and isn't ripping them off? Ooh, yes. <laughs> it's like you were prepared. <laughs> I mean, she really wasn't, but that was like a real good segue. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of questions. I would say you need to make sure to interview people. Like, Act like it's a a job in a sense, right? Obviously, when you're hiring um, an, an outsourced firm, they're more so a partnership, right? Or a contractor than an employee. So there's a little difference there. But you need to make sure that they're a cultural fit, just like you would any person that's working with you in your business, right? Because if they're not, you're not going to be able to communicate properly, um, which means you need to have some form of, I would say, personal type of meeting. So I can sell people into courses and programs all day long, like through the DMs, right? And, and that's something that I teach people how to do. But when it comes to long-term partnerships and relationships, you need to get on a Zoom or meet them in person mm-hmm. or at least talk on the phone because that's when you're, you're going to understand how they communicate and answer your questions. Um, referrals are great, so making sure you ask them, hey, are there any referrals that I can go talk to ask questions to Um, is there anybody you're working with right now that's relevant to you know my field that I can check out your work um, so you can get an idea of kind of what they're currently doing Mm -hmm. I don't think there's ever like a fail safe of getting away from people who are liars right like if people are gonna lie sadly they're gonna do that but I feel as you get into a space right it's also based off of the money you want to spend Um, and that's something where, uh, we have to look obviously at our budgeting and what we're wanting for our business, but usually higher rates, you're going to have more proof of concept from them as a business owner, right? They're going to have more reviews. You're going to see them more visibility, like online. Um, they're going to have more referrals to send you. They can say, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I've worked with this business, this business, this business. Um, so even though they're more expensive in a sense, right? They have a lot of proof to where you can be like, yeah, after I talk to them, that would probably be a good decision. Now, if you're going for somebody, and I highly recommend this because there's tons of people who are just starting out their business. Mm -hmm. They need that support. They need that experience. The one question you need to ask is what is your communication style and what can I expect And how can I expect you to communicate with me? Because Mm -hmm. I think communication in all facets of relationships um, in life (laughs) uh, is really, really important. So if you're paying somebody to do social media marketing for you or any type of marketing, you need to make sure that you guys um, understand and are on the same page with communication um, and how you want things to roll out. Because even though they're you know, technically more of a leader, expert in their field, even if they're just starting out, right, they have some expertise in it. Mm They're going to – there's a learning curve to that. So you need to be comfortable saying, hey, that's not something I like. Let's change this. And they need to be able to actually communicate that back to you and learn from it and continue to grow. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make before they get involved with, you know, paying for programs, courses, service providers, is they don't ask enough questions. Um, And that also ends with them not getting the best results. So for me, clients, I make sure that they understand I am not your sales team, I'm your marketing team. So all of my people, we are here solely marketing for you. We will lead them back to your DMs, we'll lead them into you know, your sales funnel so that you can reach out to them and email. But you are your lead person. And that there gets them started like, is sales something you need more help with or is it marketing? Because... Mm-hmm. There are two separate things and those questions I think are very powerful because sales is very, very important for your business, but so is marketing. I like to consider them like neck and neck, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have no sales, it doesn't matter how much you market because you're not closing them. And if you have no marketing, nobody's ever going to see you. So you you won't have leads coming into your sales, right? Mm -hmm. That'll be really hard to um, convert. But sales is very important for your business. So if it's something that you're currently struggling with, I would look for that first, that sales expert to help you um, solidify your relationship. I'm um, selling. I'm not a cold sailor. Um, I, I'm not about that at all. I'm all about making relationships and moving from there. And then once you've figured out a method that aligns with you, that feels good with you, that you're comfortable and confident with, that's when you build on your marketing because mm-hmm. then you, you're going to close them with ease.
0: That makes sense. Well, it's kind of like with, I mean, really anything, like I've given this advice to plenty of people before is when it comes to hiring any kind of help is you have to know what the hell you need help with. Yes. And a lot of people don't, which is where I come in a lot of the time. They're like, I would like to do other (laughs) things and I don't know what those people do or, Mm -hmm. you know, like I need help. Like I've helped, um, a couple of businesses do that. One in particular, it was literally, like, his entire process, workflow, and, like, what do those positions look like? Who are they? What experience do they have? How much do they make? Yep. What are their skill sets? And then helping him interview people, he's like, oh, I'm capped out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can only do so much. But he's like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, getting, getting a very clear idea of what you need to help with, um, because, like you said, it could be one of a few different things. Oh, yeah. Some people need the whole gamut from like, I don't understand how social media works, period. Like, I mean, I've helped people set up their accounts, like Mm -hmm. the technical side of it, which is awful. (laughs) Every time (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, why do I do this again? Ah!" It's like websites. I'm like, no, stop doing this. Um, I literally told my (laughs) social media person the other day. I was like, if I ever tell you that I'm doing another website again, (laughs) tell me no. punch me in the (laughs) face and go no (laughs) she's like okay deal I was like I swear to god I hate it so much um I can do a lot of things that doesn't mean I should or I want to Um, yeah they take time god that's why they cost what they cost oh yeah it's like it's not easy people are like oh my god how much does it cost to have a website set up I'm like it's because it's terrible yeah and you don't want to do it yeah like Uh, do you know what a plugin is nope okay pay a person (laughs) uh yeah anywho um (laughs) Side note, (laughs) but yeah, it's just, is a really clear understanding of what it is specifically that you need help with. Do you need more of the strategy and like you can do the posting yourself because some people are fine with that. They're like, I just need a calendar and Mm -hmm. I need an an understanding of what types of things I'm trying to post and when. Great, I can totally do that for you. If you need full on, like all of it, can't do content management. I don't know how to spell words, so I need (laughs) someone to do it for me. Yes. (laughs) Some people have that problem. Yes. Um, Yeah, so figuring out what you need first is step one for Mm -hmm. sure. Um yeah, let's see. I think we could talk to Yeah, so see if you can check their work. Social media is a little bit easier too. I mean, somebody could find some random stuff. Yeah. Um but if you can if they'll give you some profiles that they're currently managing, exactly. that's always a good way to check. You can just oh, see yeah. cuz I do I really am very picky about spelling. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. if I'm going and I look and I'm like, "Oh, well, you're you can't spell words." Yeah. So <laughs> Automatic no, disqualifier. Yeah, yeah. We're like, no, no thanks. And, yeah, some people don't care, but oh, it yeah. drives me crazy. <laughs>
1: so And it's a thing too, because so like I have a tool called Grammarly, highly recommend it mm, for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um and I just upgraded to like the paid platinum, whatever version <laughs> you wanna call schmancy, it. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um best investment I've ever done because <laughs> um it just allows me well. Because, like, content and grammar um, are, like, a huge deal to me, right? And I want to make sure things are going out. can't be perfect all the time, but yeah. we can be pretty close. Yeah. Um, and so now my team, I don't have to feel like I have to, like, not that I micromanage, but, like, content's huge to me. I want to make sure that we have everything that yeah. needs to go out properly. But that tool just, like, makes my heart at ease because I'm saying, okay, good. They have what they, they just, need. just, like, put it in to, there. Yeah. Yes. Double check it. Yes. Yep.
0: No, it's good. I like it. <laughs> Um, so you have also had an insane amount of success when it comes to Facebook groups as funnels to your various programs and offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some kind of tips that you have for people looking to grow their own groups? Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the first things that I went to was your five day. Yeah. It was when you and Darlene were doing mm-hmm. the, um, the programs anyway. Yep. Yeah.
1: So um, Facebook groups are huge. So whether you have one or you don't have one, I highly recommend it. Whether you're a product or service-based business owner, um, it's something that it allows you to, one, create community. Um, this is really great for product-based business owners because I get that question a lot. Why should I do this, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a product community is huge, right? If they have any questions, um, if they're looking for other people that like, like your product, I mean, we're all human beings. And I feel this past year connection and community has gotten mm-hmm. even stronger, right? It, it needs to be there as a service pay- provider, even just any business owner in general, it allows you to have all your leads in one spot. So mm-hmm. whenever you're launching something new, um, whenever you have like today, I launched a freebie that I literally created yesterday. I've had like over 35 people join it, um, since like leaving today. And I was like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> but that all happened because of my group and like how I promote that. And I said, mm-hmm. Hey guys, I have a free sales training on how to sell online. Do you want it? People are like, yeah. So um, it's easy access to your people all of the time. Right. So mm-hmm. they're never out of your sphere. Um, and email marketing is really huge. But what I will say is email marketing to me is like your um, it like catches. It's like your catch all bucket, right? Mm. Because okay. some people mm-hmm. read emails sometimes, right? Yeah, and it really depends on the headline, and it's all personal biased We can't always reach everybody in one email. That's really hard right. to do. Yeah. In a Facebook group, if you have a post that is getting a lot of traction, like a lot of comments, a lot of likes, more people are going to get notified from Facebook that hey, there's this post in this group mm-hmm. that you're in. Would you like to check it out? We see that all the time. They're like, hey, you missed this popular post mm-hmm. from this group. Um, that's huge. And what I love about Facebook groups too, is the algorithm is, doesn't affect it as bad. So Facebook business pra- pages, you guys could post 10 times a day and all the people on your page would have only seen one of those posts based mm-hmm. off of how the algorithm works. It's like six to 10% of people at a given time will see your post. So Obviously, none of us want to be posting 10 times on Facebook to try to hit all of our people once. Yeah. Facebook group is as long as you're getting good engagement and people are, you know, asking questions, commenting, you know, joining the group, they're going to push your content as much as possible. So they're going to continue to see it. They're going to continue to be involved. And um, to me, relationships are huge because there are some people who are interested in what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. They're not ready to buy yet. And they can add you as a friend on Facebook, but they may not see any of your posts ever again once they add you as a friend, right? But in your group, they are bound to see that consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really powerful because, again, it puts your customers and clients in a space where they get to make the decision on what they want to engage with and how they want to reach out to you. And then you also have the choice to say, hey, I see that Sarah just joined today. She answered these questions, gave me her email. I'm going to email her and say, hey, thanks so much for joining. If there's anything I can do to support you, let me know. Mm-hmm. And then bam, a relationship is started. And then who knows she could turn into a client in you know, an hour or a month whatever mm-hmm. that is. So I think they're very powerful and they're very powerful for the type of sales that I like to do, which is relationship based, um, which is based off of we na- you may never ever give me money, like pay me money for a service or a product, but you may become a partner. So you may refer people to me. You, mm-hmm. There may be something that I want to collaborate with you um, about because I just think you're an awesome human being and I want to work with you. Um, and I think those three separate spaces that people can fall into just continue to grow your network even more. And I think that's what's tremendously helped me grow as quickly as I have.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The power of networking is, uh, is crazy. Like that's how I have an insane sphere of people, even with COVID times, because Mm -hmm. that's something that for whatever reason, I'm a little introvert. Yeah. And somehow (laughs) I don't know when I developed this weird little coping mechanism. I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm really good at networking and making relationships with people. And I used to do it in, um, like corporate life, yep. uh, I would go, I would know all the people. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, you know, all the things about this and I need to have, I need to have a person that I can ask questions and then will yes. let me ask questions until I'm blue in the face. So, <laughs> cause I like to ask questions, yes. but, um, yeah. So it's, it's just something that I, at some point developed, I don't know if it was in retail days or whenever it was, but I'm naturally very curious and I, yes. I like to know everything or as much as I can. And I learn really quickly because I don't like to not know things. So, yes. so, and so yes. I don't know where, where it came from, but, um, Yeah. So it's the same, same kind of concept. Like it's going out and talking to people because you never know, like we've connected. I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to that have turned into either like a really good friend or, um, collaboration partner. Like you Mm -hmm. said, like all kinds of different things just from going out and talking to people. And so when you're in virtual space, it's limitless. Yes. You can talk to a million different people at once at once. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm on the same page too, as far as relationship networking I don't want to sell to somebody that I don't actually want to work with
1: yes oh yeah um, you're, it's a two-way street here yeah. too. people forget yep. that you're like oh I'm interviewing a possible client yeah you are and they're also interviewing you yeah. it's it's the same process so yeah
0: it's uh yeah uh, I've actually been pretty lucky so far but um yeah no it's definitely a big piece of the process so yeah. um yeah so the good you're very good at the segue thing it's like <laughs> you can read my mind um so there is a lot of value in networking and other Facebook groups as well, mm-hmm. which I know is one of your very successful strategies. And I think is pretty much how you s- grew your group, right, yes. originally? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what are some of the things that have worked well for you from that aspect of Facebook groups? How did you find them, et cetera? Yeah. So
1: um, what I do to, like, find, you know, targeted niche-specific uh, Facebook groups is I type in my keywords. So I'm like women entrepreneurs, women business owners, and that's how I started to um, – you know, find those groups, add myself into those groups now for when it comes to like content and growing my visibility. And then obviously my groups where it's allowed, right? Cause there's different things that you can mm-hmm. do and promote. Um, my biggest thing that I used though, was just free value. So when somebody had a question, that was in you know my field of expertise. Instead of straight up selling them, like, hey, go to my website, you can pay me to help you do this. Mm-hmm. I would literally give them a, um, like an example, or I'd give them just actual free support to say, hey, if you do this and this, it will solve your problem. And that's really how I grew very quickly. Um, I also, when I started, I had a lot of time to do that because I didn't <laughs> have a ton of clients, right? So what yeah. more was I going to do? And a yeah. lot of it, and it's really crazy how it's kind of come full circle now. Like when I started, I had to give a lot of free value to kind of yeah. get to where I'm at. And then now that I have a team, I can give more free value because I have more time on my hands to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's really... I mean, it's really humbling to get to that point, right? But to see it all kind of come full circle, it all has been around my free value and just helping yeah. people because I can, because I have that knowledge and because I want to. And then they would reach out to me and say, hey, so, you know, I did this, it worked great, thank you so much, what else do you do? Like, they would reach out to me. I, I had no intention of of selling them at that point. It was really just genuine, genuinely there to help them. Um, and that's been powerful. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that, is hard for us when we're trying to pay the bills and when we're just starting out or if we're in, you know, a stressful space in our business. But trust me, that works, like, wonders for people because they understand, oh, she's a person that actually cares and isn't just, like, every other person that's commenting their website link on this post right now,
0: so. Yeah, that's always awesome. <laughs> um, I hate when people hijack my posts, too. Oh, my that God. That pisses me off. <laughs> like, that just sends me. I'm like, I just, I, I posted one the other day, um... It was like, what do you wish you had known more about with your business or something? Or what information do you wish you knew about your business? Some, yeah. Something or other. And somebody like four posts down was like, here, I'm a consultant. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, me too. Thanks. I'm going to cut <laughs> you. Yeah. You're lucky you're on the internet, my friend. Um, but yeah, it pissed me right off. And I just oh, gave yeah. up on that post. But um, just couldn't even deal. So... Yeah, no, I feel like um, there's also like algorithm logic to that too, especially when you're in a really large group, like the one that we're talking about. Um, It's the more active you are, the more visibility you get. And so when you post something that is specifically targeted, you know, if it's a sales thing or you're trying to drive people back to your Facebook group or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. then you get more visibility too. That's essentially how the algorithms work, by the way, people (laughs) is um, one consistency, like Nicole said, quality content. um, And then when you're actively engaging, whether it's outwardly, you know, you're going Mm -hmm. out and interacting in groups or on other people's posts or they're interacting with your stuff, people are like, oh, people actually care what Kristen has to say. That's yes. surprising. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not the second <laughs> yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but then you start to come up more often and more yep. people see your stuff. So it works the same way in groups. And like Nicole was saying, it's more controlled. Yes. Um, it's a smaller group of people. It doesn't work the same way. So when your visibility does increase in a group mm-hmm. like that, it's more impactful. So yeah. Um. Yeah, stuff like that's great. Yeah, Um, and
1: I I like to say the algorithm can be your best friend, right? Because it is paying attention to you at all times, every time Mm -hmm. you post. So if you start to post things and you're starting to get a lot of likes and you're starting to get a lot of comments, guess what you should do? You should post more. Yeah. Because the algorithm's starting to say, hey, she's posting really good content on her group on our personal page and other groups, we're mm-hmm. just going to keep boosting her stuff because people are liking it. So I might yeah. as well show it to more people. That's literally the algorithm. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're starting to see that trend, don't let it drop, like continue to optimize off yeah. of that. Um, because it currently, that's kind of where my algorithms at because I dipped for a while and now it's kind of coming back. and I'm like, okay, what more can I
0: do? Right? What can like, I post? Yes. yes. Exactly. Oh my God, I need to sell so many things right now. What's
1: yes. happening?
0: Yes. <laughs> Should I start a new group? Yes. I don't even know. I'm so stressed out. Uh, <laughs> the pressure is overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy because it really is that simple. I think it, uh, people just kind of get overwhelmed. Yes. Um, but the more active you are um, without waiting for people to just comment on your stuff, the more, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, intentional you yes, are I guess about exactly. the, the outward stuff you're doing it's just like we were talking about with the in-person networking you know if mm-hmm. you go to a a women's group or something like that and you're talking to people you're doing it on purpose and the more people see you the more people know who you are and they're like oh Kristen can be trusted yes um she gave such great vi- advice
1: yeah. like and look yeah. at she went and used that advice yeah it's and I like mm-hmm. to say too even if so let's say like Nicole and Kristen I just I'm not good at posting I don't know what to say right I struggle with that mm mm-hmm comment on other people's stuff. because yeah. It's just as powerful as if you're posting. Yeah. Um, especially if they're engaging with that comment, they're liking that comment. It's literally like a regular
0: post. Mm-hmm. So. There's, um, there's a few people that I know, like on my Facebook friends list that are super good at that. Um, yeah. One of them, he gets a little plug. He doesn't even know his name is Marvin Sears. He's a mortgage broker with Willamette Valley bank. Sorry if he's not allowed to say his business name. Um, (laughs) but he's really good at that. He's very active. And also he's a really genuine guy, like none of it's fake or anything like that, Mm. but he's very good about, um, interacting on people's posts. And so his stuff comes up. So when he posts things, I see his stuff a lot, um, because he's constantly interacting. We have a ton of mutual friends because we're in some of the same industries. So, Mm. uh, yeah, it's, he's very, very good at that. So I think, If you find the one thing that you're super duper comfortable with and you just really lean into that and kind of master that piece of it, I think that helps a lot too. So if you're just going to focus on interacting with other people's posts, set aside some time every day, it will boost the rest of your stuff like Nicole said. So you can do it. We believe in you. Yes, you can do it. If these two crazy girls can figure it out, (laughs) you you guys guys can. can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I had another – oh, Cause this pops into my head sometimes too. So when people have, if they want to start a Facebook group, um, let's say they, no, hold on. Let me refresh that. So if they wanted find Facebook groups to join, Mm -hmm. to find potential clients, what if they sell something like a dog bed or something like that? Like what Mm -hmm. types of groups would pop into your head for them to try and be a part of?
1: Um there's so like a
0: boutique pet store owner yeah, or something like that, right?
1: I love it. So uh, there's different routes here, right? So if you're uh, a client and you want to get in wholesale, so you're going to want to go to other places that sell dog things. Those would mm-hmm. be the groups that you join. Now if you're just wanting to sell it to like regular consumers, you're going to go to places that um uh, and by the way, there're like tons of dog fans mm-hmm. on Facebook. Oh yeah. Um like us millennials, man. Oh, it's it's, like, it's amazing, it really is. We're the like human kids, whatever. Yeah. It's fine.
0: <laughs> dog but kids. our dogs. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> It's joining those groups where your consumers are at. So it's like, oh, the dog park. Like, I'm sure there's a Spokane dog park that probably has, like, 10,000 people in it. Mm. Join the dog park group. Join the groups that people would find value. And then how to, like, start conversation is you are going to see posts of people like, ah, My dog keeps tearing up beds and let's say you have like a durable bed or whatever, it's washable. Um, You get to post and say, "Ah, I'm so sorry to hear this. I understand the struggle. That's actually why I started my business Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, I saw the frustration myself. And so I knew other people, Um, you know, if you need any help or are looking for more of a durable bed, let me know. Because I'd love to chat about ours and see if it could be a good fit. Mm -hmm. It's not a hard sell, right? It's just like, hey, I have a solution for your current problem. Um, And that's like how conversations start if you're in kind of the product field. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's really those communities, again, that you're going to fall in line with that have your perfect customer in them.
0: Mm -hmm. They're going to be passionate about whatever it is that you're trying to sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like People who want my services... I never have to sell. Yeah. Like no. it's, uh, we have a, we have a conversation, we connected one-on-one in some fashion and they're like, oh, that's really cool. I really like what you do. Yeah. Cause it's, sometimes I can describe what I do <laughs> effectively. Um, but yeah, then I'm like, here's what I think. Here's my proposal. These are the things that I think I can help you with. Here's yeah. a couple different options. And they're like, yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh Cool. Yeah, uh, exactly. How but, would you like to give me money? Yeah, like, exactly. Like contract, invoice, here we go. Let's do it. Um yeah, because you know, I've done a, the relationship building, built the yes. connection, built the like, no trust. Like here's here's what I know, here's my experience, mm-hmm. um, and this is my superpower and how I can help you with it. Yeah.
1: So And you understand people. I think yeah. that's something that oh, we yeah. forget. It yep. it's we're human beings, okay? And subconsciously and just like how humans are made is we want to feel safe, we want to feel understood, Mm -hmm. and we want to feel like what we're investing in is going to make sense for whatever problem we're trying to solve, right? Um, And when you have had these conversations with people before, you've had people, like I can literally put clients into certain buckets now of like, where they're going to have issues, right? Like where they struggle, where they're going to be really great at and like Mm -hmm. how to kind of move those around because of the conversations and the so many conversations I've had with different people in different industries. Um, And again, it gets easier. Um, It does because you start to understand people better. You start to understand what they want to hear and need to hear to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it's really just, it's just breaking the ice, right? It's like, what can I do for you for free to help you out right now? Yeah. And then people are like, okay. They naturally want to, like, we're, we're naturally wanting to be kind and nice and supportive of others as human beings. Mm-hmm. So when you do something nice and kind and genuine to somebody else, they're going to want to continue that and do mm-hmm. that back for you. Um, and I think that's, like, if we have that in the forefront of our minds, service overselling, yeah. your business just, it grows like wildfire.
0: Yeah, coming from a place of contribution. Yes. Another little phrase that popped yeah. in my head. Yeah, the, the people the people thing um, I think comes a lot from just my leadership experience because I've I've had, I don't even know how many employees. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, super sorry. I was trying to figure out how many people I've actually interviewed. Yep. And I'm, it's in the hundreds, like hundreds oh, wow. and hundreds, maybe even a thousand. I don't yep. even, I couldn't tell you. I worked at Best Buy for a long time. So <laughs> <laughs> we used to interview a lot of people yeah. like for the holidays. But um, yeah, it's just that experience, like getting to know people, having conversations. Like you said, the more times you do it, doesn't matter what it is. Nope. The more times you do anything, the better you will get at it, period. Yes. Um, yeah. It's a lesson I've had to learn. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, so I, have to, I have to actually practice yes. golf. This is stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that's just, that's one of those things that I have and that you have too, that's just come from the experience of talking to people and figuring out those little things where you're like, oh, okay. Like, um, I've coached millions of millions. Oh my God, such a tool. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, dozens, <laughs> dozens of people. No, but like uh, you know, employees over the years, it's just yeah. like you said, just talking to someone. Um, I care about them as people, I let them tell me their problems, and I'm uh-huh. like, well, what do you need from me? How can I help you? And um, yeah. you know, go yeah, yeah go from there. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit of accountability when mm-hmm. you need it. <laughs> yeah. A little face punch sometimes. <laughs> um Yeah. Anyway, I love that. I can talk about leadership philosophy for days too. Oh, yes. Um so what advice would you give people when it comes to their overall digital marketing strategy?
1: Um, so overall your goal is, um, obviously it's based off of your strategies, your business end goal. Cause I have a lot of clients that are like, Nicole, I want to work 15 hours a week. I want to make this amount of money. How can I get there? Right. Mm Um, and usually that amount of money isn't the millions of dollars, right? Like, it's realistic yeah. to it's their a, hours yeah. they want to work. Mm-hmm. And then I have other clients that are like, I like myself, I would love to build my brand out to multiple different branches and different small towns across the United States. Like, I yeah. have these, you know, different tiers. So when you're looking at your end goals, you need to also kind of contribute your marketing to that. How much more are you going to have to do to become a million dollar business, then you're going to have to do to be, you know, a solopreneur that gets to work 15 hours a week and make six figures. Right. Cause there's a difference. Yeah. Um, And that approach, I would say it does come with talking to a business consultant or a marketing strategist to kind of help you build that out because it's different per industry per thing you sell. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're somebody who sells something that's very unique, like you invented it. I have a client, um, she's invented a product and she's very niched. I think there's one person that like has taken her patent but soon will be out of business because she's patented it. But oh, nice. So she has kind of this upper hand, right? Because she's the only one that does this. But if you have a ton of competition, The main thing is, is you, you as in yourself have to be your brand because Mm -hmm. that's what makes your business unique. Um, And for me, like I have so much competition all the time, everywhere popping up um, with tons of experience with none experience, but how do I stand out? It's literally myself and how I portray myself. And I can't explain enough the power of who you are, who your experience, like the experiences you've been through and how that will benefit you and your business. Even if it's scary, even if you think you're boasting or um, you know talking about yourself too much, which I think is something I get from my clients a lot. People, one, don't see it that often because of how the social media works, (laughs) but also it helps them be, like, humanize you. It's okay Mm -hmm. to be humanized. It's okay to talk about your successes, your failures, um, you know, that you're hurt. I saw a post the other day of, like, somebody crying because she had just lost a family member. She's like, you know, I'm really upbeat, but it's, like, life, and that's powerful. That stuff is powerful. Mm -hmm. It connects you. Um, So don't overlook Yourself in your digital marketing strategy. Cause that is, I think what's really made me and my business grow to what it is now too. And I think you can probably say the same thing about mm-hmm. your business, so. Yeah.
0: yeah, cause the people who really connect with you are the people that will be loyal to you yes. forever and ever and ever. And even if they don't always buy your product, like you said, like yeah. they'll tell people about you. Like I have a lot of um, former current clients, people that just know me that maybe will never actually be a client, but they're like, yeah, she's like. Yeah. She's so the that, real deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like my mom. No, yeah. just <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mom is one of my biggest fans, but yes. um, yeah, you know, cause they connect with you because of who you are. And yeah. that also means that you have to be okay with not connecting with everyone because you can't.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: you don't want to. Yes. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like be you boo. Yeah. <laughs> be you boo. Be it's
1: you. good. It's yeah. good. Yes, It's true.
0: Um, so as an entrepreneur and a business owner, uh, what advice would you give fellow business owners when it comes to running their businesses?
1: Um one not to be afraid of investment. Um I think that held me back quite a bit and then when I decided that I was ready to invest in support and help um, because let's be honest, I was stubborn and I like to think that I know a lot of things. And I was like, ah, I don't need to do this. But then again, I was going against you know my core values that I have in my business, which is support other people who can support you. Um, and so when I decided to invest and have a plan, right? My husband's a financial advisor, amazing. <laughs> Everything I do has to be looked over because he's our CFO <laughs> of the business. Not always the favorite thing of mine, but yeah. <laughs> it makes it um, very easy for you to make decisions Once you know your budget and your plan, okay, like business plans every year should totally be a thing, need Mm -hmm. to be a thing, um, so that you actually have core goals that you can hit that make sense. Um, But investing was something that I wish I had done a lot sooner. Investing in help, um, investing in information, not Mm -hmm. being afraid to do that because of what it cost, um, I think as a business owner, you need to look at what is it going to get you, and obviously make sure to do your research, right? But what is it going to allow you to do, okay, mm-hmm. when you invest in that thing? Um, and when you do that, I can't, it just, it honestly really helps you grow to a new level. You become more confident in your business and what, you know, um, you know that the strategies that you're taking and the investment choices you're taking, even though sometimes it's in fear, right? You're like, Ooh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to empower so you to just get better and be stronger. And so that would probably be my top tip for mm-hmm. business owners.
0: No, that's good. Yeah. And you can always, scale too like it's one of those things where it's like maybe you can't necessarily afford all the support all the time but you figure out what it's going to cost and what you can do now that can help yeah and then it tends to kind of um, snowball a little bit exactly you You start having somebody that just helps you create graphics or Mm -hmm. whatever it is and then eventually you can have them um start scheduling posts for you or whatever. Yes. Because it it also feels like less too. So if you start yes. paying somebody 100 bucks a month to do something, it's a little bit easier to pay them 200 bucks a month, mm-hmm. which seemed like a lot. Yes. And they're like, well, you know, actually I could probably do that. And then yep. they can take off take more off your plate and, and go from there. So Yeah.
1: Thinking yeah. of it as like reinvesting, right? It's time or money. Yeah. Do you want more time? Do you need more money? Like there's lots of things that we can do and it's this balancing act um, and it's always going to be that way. Um, and I have to say too, um, the, the quote of more money, more problems. It's a real thing. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a real thing. So you really do have to figure out where you want your business to go and how you want that to balance out, um, mm-hmm. as you continue to grow.
0: I like it. You're wise. <laughs> um, so what resources do you wish you'd known about or taken advantage of at the beginning of your entrepreneur journey?
1: Um, I would say not being afraid to like get support from other people who are in my field. I always felt that if I asked people who had done what I've done or had um, the businesses that I wanted to grow, that they'd feel like I was just like, taking things for free, um, but I didn't even ask for that help or that support, and I wish I had done that a lot sooner, um, and really just, like, asking other business owners who have done what I've done, right, and our service providers started from zero are here. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been very helpful for me because I struggled a lot in the beginning, um, and then I lost my grandma right when I started, so there's just a lot of things that I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared for all of this stuff, and so mm-hmm. I overworked I overdelivered and I underpaid myself, mm-hmm. and so that um, there was a point where I was like, "Can I even do this anymore?" And when I decided to stop crazy over delivering in the sense of how I was getting paid. Right. And change my pricing structure. Um, and I got help for that. So that was what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, change how I structured my packages to where I wasn't burning myself out per client and then making sure that I was open to advice and support from other people. That's what really helped grow. Um, and really diving more into the networking. I was very afraid at 23 to go to networking events where Mm -hmm. people had done it for forever. And I kind of felt like I was in this like high school space again because I was always the outcast. Like people didn't like me because I did things differently. Um, So I kind of let my past um, fears dictate where I wanted to go in the future. And if I could do that over again, I'd be like, okay, why are you worried about this? Just go out there and meet these awesome women who Mm -hmm. end up supporting me and helping me grow exponentially quicker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, something that I try to say as much as I can too is – surround yourself with people who are trying to accomplish a similar thing yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's been insane. Like, I have the most amazing sphere, the best sphere of people that yes. I've probably ever had in my whole life because mm-hmm. I've gone out there and met people. And um, when you're in a room full of women and you're like, I'm going to, I just bought another LLC. And they're like, yay. Yeah, or yes. you're like, I'm going to sell a million dollars this year or whatever. They're like, yes. yay. Yeah. It's not like... <laughs> But are you, though? Yeah. Like, how? That seems hard. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. are you sure you can handle it? Um, also, yes. yeah, tell me I can't do something. Yeah, I'm going to go do See it. See what happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's a very important piece of it is, is find those people, find support, um, and there's people who are willing to help you. Um, oh, yes. Plus, when you're looking for help with something else, you're like, hey, I need a bookkeeper. You know what I mean? There's people yes. who have bookkeepers that are like, hey, I really love mine. Or they're like, please don't talk to this person. Because yeah. <laughs> I've actually had that before. Yes. Someone's like, don't, you don't no, want to I talk to that guy. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. So tell us how we can best support you. What are you working on? Can we help spread the word for you about anything?
1: Yes. Um, so I actually have a women's in business retreat that uh, we are both in it. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm so um, excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. We have amazing speakers. Kristen's one of them. And we're going to be talking about things to get you from invisible to multi six figures in your business um, and how you can do that. From just an online business, whether your product or service. And it is it will be held in Lake Tahoe September 6th through the 9th. We have virtual tickets and in-person tickets. Virtual tickets are only 397 currently. At the end of April, they will go up to 497. And then in-person tickets are only fifteen hundred dollars. That covers your hotel stay for the four days, three nights. It covers your tickets into the conference. You obviously get one on one time with the speakers um, and the leaders within that. And then also breakfast and lunch for those days as well. Yeah. So screaming. Yeah. I I mean, I really wanted to make it something that made sense for people because like I said, we've gotten to this point. I'm ready to give back more. Um, and I think that these prices make really, really good sense for everybody and can just allow them to be in a space of women again, doing the same thing Mm -hmm. they're doing connections. Um, attendees can, you know, make sales, find people that are going to work with them, find best friends that do what they do, you know, just support. And, um, I'm happy that, COVID's kind of dying down a bit, crossing our fingers to where we can do that in-person event and really just make it super fun, whether you're virtual or in-person with us. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm working on. I'm super excited I'm about i
0: excited. <laughs> I've been dress shopping. Yes. yes. All I'm of excited. the clothing. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, well, clearly I need a new wardrobe. <laughs> I need a babysitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So how do people get in touch with you if they would like to stalk you on Facebook like I did?
1: Of course. So um, I have a Facebook page called Diedrich Marketing Strategies. My Facebook group is called the Six Figures Ad Strategies for Women Entrepreneurs if you're a man, totally feel free to join. Um, again, I help all people, uh, locally actually work with a lot of construction companies. So, um, and so we talk all things ad and marketing strategy within that group. And it's something that I'm just really passionate about. I do live videos every Tuesday. That's actually what I'm going back to do after this podcast. And then Instagram, Diedrich marketing strategies, LinkedIn, Nicole Diedrich, Um, I have a YouTube channel that I'm starting to try to grow again, Dedrick marketing strategies. So, um, we're all, we're kind of in all of the spaces, but don't, um, feel free to message me personally, add me as a friend. Um, again, I'm all for connecting with fellow business owners and really being in your circle to be able to support you.
0: Nice. Um, well, thank you for joining You're so me. so welcome. I'm this is so excited. much fun. Mm-hmm. It went
1: by way too quickly. I know. I keep, I'm like, <laughs> okay, oh
0: my God, it's been over an hour. It's fine. Even with my mess up at the beginning. Um, but yeah, no, thanks for joining. I'm super excited um, that we're business besties. Yes, And it's exactly. <laughs> super fun to have a person in person with me. It is. And yeah,
1: I'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You too. <laughs>